You're listening to the Word of Hope, sermons preached at Hope Lutheran Church in Aurora, Colorado. In the name of Jesus, amen. After this, Jesus, knowing that all was now finished, said to fulfill the scriptures, I thirst. How are we to understand this word of our Lord? How can it be that Christ thirsts? He was the water-gushing rock in the wilderness of Sinai that slated the thirst of all Israel. Why is it that when Jesus sees that all is now finished, he says, I thirst? Is he not the one who tells the woman at the well, whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again? The water that I will give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. Is Christ like Samson, who after slaying a thousand Philistines with the jawbone of a donkey, cries out, Shall I now die of thirst? The Lord granted Samson victory over the enemies of God and the enemies of his people Israel. And Samson thirsted because of his labor. Certainly Jesus has undertaken a far greater labor than Samson and has overcome a far greater enemy. Jesus is the son of the great warrior King David, of whom the people praised, saying, Saul has struck down his thousands and David his ten thousands. Yet Jesus is even greater than his forefather David, for David himself calls him Lord, saying, The Lord says to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. On the cross, Christ became a warrior king greater than David, who defeats all the enemies of God and his people, the church. With his outstretched hands pierced by nails, he holds the unseen scepter of universal empire. By his sacrifice, He defeats the world, sin, death, and the devil for you. And he cries out, I thirst. Or do we see in Christ's cry, I thirst, the faithful son of the Father? The evangelist John testifies that Jesus spoke these words to fulfill the scriptures. Certainly Christ is faithful over God's house as a son. For Christ himself testifies, I have come down from heaven, not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. Jesus took the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. He came to fulfill the Father's gracious plan of salvation for the world. Jesus prays in the Garden of Gethsemane before his crucifixion, Father, all things are possible for you. Remove this cup from me, yet not what I will, but what you will. Jesus drinks the cup of God's wrath that you deserved for the punishment of your sin. He drinks it to the dregs so that you may drink the cup of the New Testament in his blood that is poured out for you for the forgiveness of sins. Perhaps what we see most clearly 
is the divine scandal that the Lord of glory truly became man. He was not some phantasm that only took on human appearance, but here in the cry, I thirst, we hear the cry of the man Jesus. As Christ's lifeblood drained away, as he was covered with bloody sweat, he thirsts. It is the same thirst that overcomes the soldier bleeding out on the battlefield. In this we see the mystery that the heavenly Logos became like us in every way except sin, so that he might become a merciful high priest in the service of God, to make propitiation for our sins. For because he himself has suffered when tempted, he is able to help those who are being tempted. God became man, and in his death, Jesus became the fountain of living water that wells up to eternal life. From his pierced side flows forth a flood, a lavish flood of baptismal water that wells up in the hearts of the faithful, testifying that you are a beloved child of God and that your sins are forgiven. He thirsted so that you, who hunger and thirst for righteousness, shall be satisfied with a feast of his body, and your thirst slated with his blood. God became man, he thirsted, and he died for your forgiveness. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Word of Hope. We hope your time with us was one of joy and peace in hearing the Lord's Word and kindness. If you have questions about anything you heard on today's broadcast, please don't hesitate to contact us at office at hope-aurora.org or call the office at 303-364-7416. For more information about our congregation, for locations, service time, and schedule, please visit our website at www.hope-aurora.org. Thank you for listening to the Word of Hope.